Boom, shake the room, Fire Nation. JLD here with an audio masterclass on the six pillars of building a seven-figure online business. And to drop these value bombs, I have brought Scott Alford on the mic. He is a mentor, an advisor, and an investor for online businesses scaling past the seven-figure mark. And he is the author of his new book, The Nuclear Effect. And Fire Nation, today we're going to be talking about those six pillars and how they work together. We're going to talk about his ROI method, which believe me, you are not going to want to miss, as well as the number one thing we must know when scaling to seven plus figures in our online business, and so much more when we get back from thanking our sponsors. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Fire Nation, you can't make consistent revenue if you don't have a funnel that converts. Join the founder of ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson, for a free masterclass to learn the three secrets that will ignite your revenue in 2020. Register today at eofire.com slash secrets. That's eofire.com slash secrets. Scott, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. I'm so excited to be here, John. Well, actually, I think most people don't know. Um, number one, uh, you know, I grew up in the middle of nowhere on a farm in Newfoundland, Canada, my parents' acreage. Uh, and uh, you know, my parents weren't entrepreneurs. Literally, you know, eight months, seven months of the year, it's so snowy, so cold. Um, living in Northern California now, so a lot of difference, but <laughs> came from a place where there was no one around, 20-minute drive to be able to you know, even get to school. Um, so isolation to being super connected, it's, um, it's, a, it's a cool a polarity. Well, I can definitely tell you, I did not know that about you, although we've been connecting for quite a few years now, so very yes. fascinating stuff. And the Fire Nation, as I mentioned during the introduction, we're talking about the six pillars of building a seven-figure-plus online business. So let's just start off in the world of reality, Scott. Is it realistic to be able to scale an online business past seven figures for the ordinary entrepreneur? I think that it's more than possible. I've seen it time and time again. Uh, I think that, you know, one of the things that entrepreneurs have to do if they want to be successful, there's lots of things, but one big thing is they sort of got to, you know, say goodbye to reality for a minute. Um, and, and I think that a lot of people do a good job of that. They kind of put in what, you know, Steve, they, they always talked about Steve with Steve jobs, reality distortion field. And so I think in many ways you've got to stop thinking about what's necessarily realistic and what you really kind of want to work towards. But I mean, I've seen so many people, John, I'm sure you have as well. Um, that, you know, you have the right, if you're in the right time at the right place, if you're working on your mastery, working on your skill, you have the right systems in place that we're going to be talking about right today, the right pillars, your ability to get to seven figures and pass seven figures is going to happen at some point, right? It's, it's kind of like, I love the quote, overnight success takes, you know, 15 years. Um, and, you know, my whole concept in, in helping people and mentoring people has always been, let's reduce how much time it takes to be able to, you know, 
small in that gap or really increase the momentum that someone has. But is it possible? Absolutely. Do people do it? Absolutely. And I also guarantee you this, and and I would say that you felt this as well, John. Once you make your first million, the second's way easier. The third's way easier. Once you've made your first million dollar business, they just keep on getting easier because now you have the different mindset um, that gets developed from developing that first million dollar business. And you have that belief. You know, you look back to uh, yeah. you know Robert or Roger Bannister running the four minute mile, and it's just like nobody thought it was possible. Like it just was not possible. Then all of a yeah. sudden, this guy does it and then like 36 people do it within the next few months i mean that's just the reality that he broke through that distortion field that you were talking about and kind of once you break through that initial seven figure barrier and i'll never forget that day i kind of called kate over and i'm like kate look at our balance right here like there are seven figures in this bank balance and she was just like oh my god that's absolutely insanity and once we got there it was just like i I felt like it it wasn't the the actual case but it felt like i woke up the next day and i was at two million i felt like i woke up the next day i was at four million i was just like obviously that took time to get to those numbers but it was just like so much easier and so much less because you know we had laid down the tracks we had gotten initial momentum we had gotten something that i know that you're a big believer in traction. And once you have those things, Fire Nation, now you can do a lot of things. And one of those things is you can double down, triple down, quadruple down on what's actually working. So let's just dive right in, Scott, because you believe that there are some significant traits that most entrepreneurs possess that are successful. Break those down for us. I've been an entrepreneur, literally, as I said, when I was seven, eight years old, I made my first $20,000 selling eggs on my parents' acreage. And, you know, by the time I was 16, I had a million dollar business. By the time I was 21, I was a million dollars in debt, lost it all, went backwards. Um, and, uh, and, and have spent the last, you know, six, seven years really not just building back from that, but also knowing that, uh, whenever you fail, it's a lot easier to look back and look at your failures and be like, well, that's why that didn't work versus looking at your success. Success doesn't really tell you as much as failure. Uh, And so in all that time, literally being an entrepreneur for 20 years, right from the get go, um, I look back and a lot of the people that I mentor, um, the things that I see consistently is, uh, you know, persistence, right? Um, the big one is just every single day, just getting up and getting up and getting up and getting up and doing the work and doing the work and not necessarily being too concerned with, which is the second one, being too concerned with the short-term results, but rather being concerned with the, the long-term results. Like the, the, the real truth is both of us here on this call, we're going to be entrepreneurs until the day we die. And if you're listening to this, more than likely, especially if you already have a business, you're going to be an entrepreneur until the day you die. So you thinking about 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, instead of then just next 30 days. And I know you may have bills to pay. I know you might have you know things to grow and things you want to do and goals that you want to hit. But being able to focus on that long term is so critical. Uh, the third thing is responsibility. Uh, entrepreneurship is really you owning your own destiny is you really activating that DNA inside of you that's there, that has been there by your ancestors, that were all entrepreneurs just a few hundred years ago. And you taking responsibility for your emotions, you taking responsibility for what happens, you taking responsibility for what goes right and what doesn't go right. Uh, And then I'll say the fourth, and I could go on with about 10 today, but you know, I would say the fourth is is self-trust and confidence. And you trusting that you're making the right, you know, 99% of the time when an entrepreneur, um, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs, they buy things they don't necessarily need or they get help they don't necessarily need or, you know, whatever it might be, or they get slowed down. 
And what slows them down most of the time is the fact that they don't trust themselves and they don't have confidence in their decision making, which also makes it so that they can't trust others. So they can't hire a team. They don't trust their you know, agency that they might hire or the person they might hire. And so if you go about every single day and instead of you getting, you know, you getting out of your head and getting into your, what I call it, getting out of your head, getting into your belly. And you start making your decisions from a little bit more of your intuitiveness, not what necessarily is the right thing to do or what some guru might say to do or um, but rather do what really makes sense for you and you trusting that and you trusting that whatever happens, whether that's a that looks like failure or that looks like success, that is the right way. And I found, you know, when everything started working for me, which I would consider is 2015, 2016, where things just literally at just lightning speed. It was when I went from, you know what, I'm going to disattach myself from um, my ego. I'm going to disattach the fact that, you know what, I don't know what path I'm on. I do not, I'm no longer going to try to control everything. And I'm rather just going to allow myself to trust myself and making that these decisions that I'm making will eventually work. And I'll just continually learn. And that not labeling failure as failure is really hard to do that when you went a million dollars in debt, but rather labeling failure as lessons that I can now use so that I can get more and more successful. And look now, five years after that or seven years after that, you know, I've been able to uh, generate close to $40 million of my own money um, in that time uh, in the past number of years. And I've helped generate half a billion dollars of revenue for other people. And it all came from me just getting to my belly and instead of getting all in my head and second guessing my decisions, and then that, of course, slowing me down. Let's run through the six pillars and then break down for us that most effective process that we can actually manage these pillars within our business. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, this when I look at this, and I, I, I really came up with this a few years ago when I was mentoring um, people, and so. Um, and then I, I wrote an article on Entrepreneur Magazine and it was my most popular. And I was like, well, that sounds like, you know, people like this. And so it, business comes down to this. It comes down to especially online businesses. So it comes down to marketing. So you can write these down if you're listening to this. You write these down. Marketing, sales, operations slash team, finance, uh, mindset, as well as delivery. Okay. So these six pillars really make up any online business. And in the businesses that I see that succeed the most, that get the most momentum, that get the most growth, what we're looking for is you to be able to manage these six elements and understand what your problems are, what your challenges are, what your potential challenges are, and then being able to take these. And most entrepreneurs could succeed very easily if all they did was at least once a week, and this is an exercise I try to get everyone everyone to do, is just list down all of those issues on a weekly basis and then go fix them. Most people know, oh, you know what? I need more lead sources. Most people know, you know what? I don't really have my finances in check, but what the, what happens? We don't take time to be present with what's going on inside of our business. We don't have enough attention and awareness around these things. And so we just let them drift. We let them drift because there's so many things that we can do as an entrepreneur. And so eventually they come and they really hurt us. So let's do this, Scott. Let's go through your six pillars and either yep. use a made up company or something you've seen in the past with your business or one of your clients' business and just give us like a specific example of how we would be able to fix something or manage something within our business based off of these pillars. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. We can totally do that. So, so let's go with, um, let's go with just market. We'll go marketing onwards. Okay. So if, if, you, if I'm in a business, um, and I'll just use some examples of a typical online business. If I'm in an, if I'm in an online business, let's say that you've been using organic marketing and you've been using your Instagram or your email list or whatever it might be. And let's say from a lead generation perspective, you know, that every single month you're kind of like using just your hustle in order to be able to get new leads, right? You know, it's always just about creating content, doing this, doing that. Well, that would be one of the core big issues of, you know what, we only have this way of generating leads. And then it's going, okay, well, what possibilities do I have to be able to generate more leads? And then it would be, okay, well, I'm going to use, you know, YouTube advertising, or I'm going to use this, I'm going to use that. Okay, well, now that creates a secondary you know, set of issues, which, well, how do I do that? Do I hire someone? Do I learn it myself? How do I do that? And so then you, the, the whole process, and as we go through here, is you figuring out all the issues and then you being like, okay, what am I going to do the next seven days? What am I going to do the next 30 days? What am I going to do the next 90 days? All right, so marketing, that would be one example. On sales, let's say it's the fact that you, uh, you know, you're just completely overwhelmed with sales calls. Let's say you fixed your marketing problem and now you're into your sales and you have a great close rate. You have everything that's going on there. But the problem is, is that you literally have more people that want to get on a sales call with you than you have time. And now you're working 50 hours a week because you still have to run a business. So the problem would be, well, how do I fix that? Well, you, you're either going to need to, you know, qualify people better. You're going to need to hire someone to make sure that people are qualified, or you're going to need to hire a salesperson. And then of course that creates its own problem. Well, where am I going to find that salesperson? How am I going to hire them? How am I going to train them? And then, you know, being able to you know, okay, well, that's one of the actions that I need to take care of in the next 30 days or in the next 60 days, right? Then going to, you know, let's call it operations and team. The whole business doesn't have any pros. There's no SOPs, no standard operation procedures in the business. Okay, well, how am I going to get that fixed? You know what? I'm I'm running around. I, I my email inbox. I have 600 messages in there. I don't know how I'm ever going to get reply to that. I'm 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 you know not posting on social media the way I want. Okay, well here are all these issues again. I just kind of writing down every single issue and being like, okay, what is the possible answers to this? Or let me go find the possible answers to that. And then we go over to delivery. Right, people are coming in. And they're not getting, you know, customer experience the way that I want them to. It's taking a couple of days to reply to them. It's taking, you know, they're not really getting the best of the best because there's not an onboarding sequence when they come in the door. Well, okay, well, how do I fix that? Is it going and, you know, buying Joey Coleman's, one of my friends, Joey Coleman's, uh, you know, first 100 days book and figuring out how to create an amazing customer experience? Is it hiring someone to do that? So it's really, it's really, you know, in every single one of these scenarios, writing this down and then figuring out what the solution is and then giving yourself that responsibility and that trust to being able to get there. And of course, the last one's financial and mindset. Mindset, this is just every single time that you up level, and you know this, John, any entrepreneur knows, as you up level, there's just new problems. Entrepreneurship <laughs> is always about just solving problems, finding new ones, solving problems. The more money you generate, the more problems you're going to have because that's how you make money. And then the last one in speaking of money, your financials, probably the number one thing that, you know, really, really, really hurts people and the growth and, and, and everything combined, they don't have their financials in order. And so when it comes to financials, it could be, you know what, we have this major liability or, you know what, we have this debt. How are we going to take care of this debt? Or it could just simply be, you know what, we really don't have somebody that's managing our financials. And if we keep on doing that, 
we're going to come tax time and it's going to be really bad or we're going to come to the point where there's not enough money in the bank account because we didn't really track it well enough. So those are just some examples, just very generic examples. But the process always is let's list all the problems out. Let's list all the solutions out and then let's figure out what we're going to work on this week in the next month and then the next three months. And then, of course, if you have a team, bringing that back to your team and allowing them to see those problems, those challenges. And as you do this, my exercise is to do it at least once a month, ideally seven every every week. And now you have awareness and attention on everything that's going on in the business. And you really have a better idea of how to get where you want to go. They were generic, but they were very specific. And I know that's what Fire Nation loves is when we give a specific solution to an actual problem and walking through the six pillars and you giving that specific example of how it could relate to a business in general is super, super helpful. So Fire Nation, please take heed from this, you know, be doing this at least once a month. And if you're really wanting to get to that seven figures and beyond, do it once a week. I mean, literally, it's you solving problems. It's you figuring out better systems. It's you creating better experiences. All these things that are included with these six pillars, critical, critical, critical. So we are just getting started. We're going to be talking about the ROI method. You're not going to want to miss that. We're going to talk about the number one thing you need to know when scaling to seven figures plus, Fire Nation. I mean, this is some great stuff. And it's all coming back as soon as we thank our sponsors. How would you like the exact blueprint of what the top 1% of ClickFunnels users are doing differently that the other 99% are not? Well, you're in luck. My buddy Russell Brunson, founder of ClickFunnels, created a masterclass to share the top three secrets they aren't willing to share, and it's free. During this masterclass, you'll learn the number one funnel secrets, the number one conversion secrets, and the number one traffic secrets to help you grow your business faster than you ever could have imagined. And these secrets aren't just assumptions. They're pre- proven by entrepreneurs whose businesses are on fire. Register for your free seat today at eofire.com slash secrets and be prepared to ignite. That's eofire.com slash secrets. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Fire Nation, meet Clay Clark. Clay has been coaching businesses just like yours since 2006. Yep, even through the Great Recession. And he does it for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee. At a time when Inc. Magazine reports that by default, 96% of businesses will fail within 10 years, Clay is helping businesses like yours to grow on average by 104% annually. You might be wondering, how's this even possible? Well, Clay only takes on 160 clients, which means he's able to personally design your business plan. Plus, Clay's team helps you execute that plan with access to graphic designers, Google certified search engine optimizers, web developers, online advertising managers, videographers, workflow mappers, and accounting coaches to help you get on top of your numbers. Visit thrivetimeshow.com slash fire to see thousands of video testimonials from real clients who Clay has helped over the years. Then schedule your free consultation with Clay himself to see how he and his team can help you you thrive. That's thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. So Scott, we're back. And as I kind of teased before the break, the ROI method, what the heck is it and how does it work? I have a really, really deep background in psychology and marketing. And I've ran many marketing agencies and scaled many of those past multiple seven figures. And 
I always like to look at things. If, if I can create a framework, I know I'm able to help someone in a better way. So when I started really marketing online, selling online programs and courses and coaching and mentorship and these different types of things, um, and I started working with online entrepreneurs, I saw, okay, what's the number one issue that typically stops someone from getting the seven figures? Number one issue is going to be the fact that they do not have enough potential customers or enough potential leads to turn into customers. And so they rely on referrals or organic or whatever it might be. But further than that problem, it came down to three specific issues. And so the first is relevancy. So if you have relevancy, it's that moment of saying, you know what, Scott does that or John does that. It's a, it's a moment of in less than seven seconds, uh, someone being able to articulate, oh, that's what that person does. Is that relevant to me? Yes or no. And inside of relevancy, it goes back to your having a, the right combination of your avatar and knowing exactly who that niche is, having the right positioning and making sure that you understand how someone needs to see you, uh, to be able to see you as an authority, to be able to solve their problem. They have to, uh, you know, you have to ensure that from a messaging perspective that you're talking to the right person at the right time. So think about it this way. There's three different types of leads. There's people that are in the, what I call the sidewalk, people that are in the slow lane and the fast lane. People in the sidewalk, they don't know what their problem or pain is. So you're educating them to that. The people in the slow lane, they know what their pain and problem is, but now they're trying to figure out really what the process is, what the methodology is, who they should trust, where the proof is to say that this is the way that this should be solved. And then finally, in the fast lane, it would be somebody that's, okay, you know what? I understand this. I want to buy something. Let me figure out my objections. Let me figure out what the solution looks like. And let me look at how, what the vision of the future is, right? So being able to see something at the right time. So if you're listening to this and you don't know that you need a marketing funnel to be able to, you know, bring in leads to increase, you know, and grow your business, you're probably in the sidewalk. If you're here and you're trying to figure out how, how to do marketing, you're probably in the slow lane. And if you're here and you're like, you know, what, I'm just trying to find the right person, the right solution, what works for me and what, you know, where my business is, well, you're in the fast lane, but your customers are also in this. So making sure you have your messaging so important for relevancy. And then the last piece, is making sure that you have the right offer and making sure that you have the right offer for who you're positioning yourself to, who your avatar is, and how you're talking to them. And when we, when we do all of this, we have this moment. It's kind of like the light bulb moment. It's like that moment of relevancy. And when you get that moment of someone saying, yes, this is for me, now you can charge what you're worth. Now you have someone's attention. Now someone is really, and of course, attention brings currency, right? Attention brings money always. Wherever someone's attention goes, money flows. And so this relevancy is so important and it's what most people lack online, whether it's the fact that you're not niching down enough, whether it's you're not really having the right messaging on your sales pages or in your webinar or whatever it might be. So that's the first, the relevancy, that's the R and the ROI method. So that's first. And second is omnipresence. And omnipresence is the really the art of managing and mediating attention. And so omnipresence is the idea of if I can make something relevant to someone and then I can keep their attention over and over and over again, and I can really subliminally feed them messages that allows for me to change their mindset about different parts or different questions or different objections that they have, 
and I can continue being in front of them over and over and over and over and over again, the, all these sort of, there's essentially these 15 uh, psychological triggers that happen over time when we show up to people over and over and over and over and over again. And like the red car effect and the bandwagon effect and so on and so forth. And so omnipresence allows us to target those that are inside of our audience that are, you know, our potential leads and just showing up to them over and over and over again, almost hacking their attention. Because the more we have of someone's attention, Gary V talks about this all the time. The more of attention we have of someone, the higher chance that we're going to be able to turn them into a customer and then a repeat customer in the future. Okay. So the first part's relevancy. The second part, we need to be able to ensure we have their attention across multiple platforms. Um, and we're really allowing for their attention to be on us so that we can uh, help them get to that fast lane that I talked about a minute ago. So that's the O, our O. The I if you've ever sold anything, you might feel sometimes a little salesy, right? You get on a sales call, you get on a webinar, you're hard pitching, you're you're almost twisting someone's arm. And so, and John does a great job of this. And so, so many people that are at the multiple seven figures do this. You know, really effective sales comes down to intimacy. And intimacy comes down to three things. It comes down to being able to have a connection, being able to have a conversation, and being able to have community. And so when these three things are present, when you're able to have conversations, whether it's through Facebook groups or whether it's through your email list or whether it's through a podcast like this, um, you know, this, this connection and this conversation in this community, these three things create a scenario where people feel connected to you. They'll feel, feel connected to something larger and they feel the intimacy of somebody that is willing to look at them, see them, hear them. I mean, you got to remember, most people are lonely. Most people just want someone to be there that they can talk to, whether it be a community, whether it be you. And when we create these three things together, it creates a sales conversation that's no longer selling, but an actual opportunity. So we add these three things together. And when we're ultra relevant, when we are really attacking or, you know, uh, hacking someone's attention, and then we're really selling with intimacy, it makes it so it doesn't feel like a sale. It just really feels like an opportunity. And now this is really marketing done what I would consider the right way. And it makes everyone feel good. Boom, boom, boom goes the dynamite fire nation. Relevancy, omnipresence, intimacy. Let's talk about relevancy for a second. Where attention grows, money goes, fire nation. Think about that when it comes to being relevant. Omnipresence, be on multiple levels, be everywhere you can and should be. And then intimacy, that connection, that conversation, that community. People want to feel part of something, fire nation. They want to feel heard. And thank you for those kind words, Scott. I really do strive hard at this, which is why I love doing live webinars, live Facebook lives, live Instagrams, because guess what? Then it can call people out in a good way and say, oh, Scott's coming at us from NorCal. Oh, Sally's from Indiana. Oh, Sarah's coming at us from Florida. People can feel heard and I can answer their questions. And it gives that kind of intimacy that evergreen stuff can never do. That's why everybody's like, oh, I can't wait to create the perfect evergreen you know, funnel that just is going to create money for me for all time until you know I die while I sleep and all these different things. And guess what? There's a time and a place for evergreen funnels. We have them, but nothing is ever going to outperform something that can bring intimacy, that connection, that conversation, that community. Now, Scott, I don't want to go too deep down this rabbit hole because I really want to save some time for the last question that we have after this. But I am curious because most entrepreneurs, they're just attempting to build wealth. But I know that you are a big believer in multiple forms of currency. What does that mean? Tell me more. 
my new book that's coming out, The Nuclear Effect. This is the whole premise of the book. And the whole premise of the book is most people are concerned just about money. And I think that that's, you know, I think that that's you know, smart. And that's how society has been built to be concerned about money and thinking about building wealth and this type of thing. But the, what I love, if you build the right business in this online space and you have the right marketing, right, and you're utilizing the ROI method, you're building a few forms of currency. The first, of course, money. But the second is influence. And the third is audience. So, uh, you know, I consider influence uh, relationship building. And an audience is, you know, the audience that are buying from you, the leads that you're generating, the people that are looking up to you. And with these three forms of currency, and, and you know, you could also say the fourth is time, right? So, so, so really there's four, those four levels of currency. And the, what I've found is if you have one of them, you can get the other one. And then from that other one, you can get all of them. So it's kind of like, the, I, I, I kind of call it, the reason my book's called The Nuclear Effect is you create this nuclear chain reaction when you're utilizing the ROI method, because not only are you building, you know, money and putting money into your savings account and investing and all those different types of things, but you're building, uh, you know, relationships with people that you're going to do business deals with in the future that can be potential JVs that can do all kinds of things, just and also just great friends at the end of the day. And then the third is building an audience that you can continually sell to, launch new products, launch new offers to, to generate more money in the future. And by doing all of this, if you then systemize a business, you are able to get your time back. And then of course, once you have your time back, um, well, then you can go and do more things that you really love to do. And so my belief is not to just make a dollar for, for the sake of a dollar. Let's make the dollar and let's build the relationship building. Let's build the audience building. Let's build all these pieces. So at the end of the day, I get a stronger and stronger business, but now I also get more and more and more opportunities because as entrepreneurs, we're going to have multiple businesses. We're going to buy businesses, sell businesses, all these things over a lifetime. And this is a what allows you to do that. And I think it's so important to do that so that you're not just building a business, you're really building all four at the same time. Scott, let's end with a bang, brother. Give us the number one thing that we must know when scaling to seven figures or more in our online business. Patience. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's the real honest truth. Every single day, it's going to feel like patience. There's going to be new problems. There's, if you want to scale, it's all about finding the solution, the new puzzles. And that takes a lot of patience. And I'm sure, John, you felt like this. Oh, yeah. The first time you, you made a million dollars, you look at the bank account and you're like, wait, what, why is there not a million dollars in there? And you know, you make your second million, your third million, your fourth million. You got to keep on going. And people asked me the other day, what's the secret? What's the secret? Secret is keep going. And so you're just going to get better and better and better. You're just going to have more and more and more opportunities. And you know, also remember, if there's one thing I can say, remember that in that patience, you are on the right path and you are exactly where you're supposed to be. And you can only see that when you look back and connect the dots. But having that patience is what's going to allow you to create a successful business and become a successful entrepreneur. And it is patience, Fire Nation. It always will be patience. I mean, like Scott said, you know, I had that moment with Kate when I actually saw seven figures in my bank account, but I had made way more than seven figures to see seven yep. figures in my bank account. Like when I quote unquote made seven figures for the first time, I did have that moment like, wait a second, 
I've made over a million dollars, but I don't have even close to a million dollars. Where's all the money? And of course, that's because, you know, I lived in a place called California where Scott lives. And (laughs) that was a multi-year reality. You know, now they live in Puerto Rico, of course, when I make a million dollars, I actually get to keep a million dollars, which is the beautiful thing about this lovely island. But that's not the focus of today's episode. What is the focus, Scott? is that you've written a book. Take a second as we close down here before we say goodbye. Tell us about this book, why Fire Nation needs to read it and where we can pick it up. You know, I've sent this to some of the largest, you know, uh, people that I've I've, I've just ran online businesses for 10 plus years, 20 years, some of them, uh, you know, for 20 years at the infancy of this business. And every single one of them says, this is the book that you need to read. This is kind of like the starting out. If you want want to grow a seven-figure business, this is the book, seven. 70,000 words of absolute the best content. I rewrote it three times. And, uh, and, and this is the book that you're going to want to have if you're scaling and you want to be able to actively use these six pillars. So really, really excited for anyone that picks that up. I think you're going to have a massive multi-year leap um, just in terms of what's inside. What's the name? What's the tagline? Where can we get it? Absolutely. It's the nuclear effect. You can go over to scottolford.com and it'll be there along with all the other really, really, really great resources to be able to help on every element of the pillar. So it's really allowing you to go uh, from from where you are today to a multiple seven-figure business if you're an online entrepreneur. How'd you come up with the nuclear effect? It was just on a webinar. You know, I was just on a live webinar and I just said like a lot of things. Uh, you know, when I'm in a live or on a webinar, I say something I'm like, wow, that's catchy. <laughs> and, 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 and so, you know, it, it, I'd love to say it was like some, uh, you know, thought up process, but in reality, it was just something I said on a live webinar, it stuck. Uh, it does really well on conversions on Facebook ads and so on and so forth. And so I said, you know what, let's go with it. And, 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 and that's the story ever since. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with SO and JLD today. So keep up that heat. And if you head over to eofire.com and type Scott in the search bar, his show notes page will pop up with everything we've talked about today. Plus you listen to past episodes that we've done together. They're right there as well. And again, the call to action Fire Nation, the nuclear effect. Go to scottolford.com to learn more. Scott, brother, thank you for sharing your wisdom, your knowledge, your value bombs with us today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. Hey, Fire Nation, today's value bomb content was brought to you by Scott. And have you ever considered creating and running your very own mastermind? Well, I've created a free course to help you do just that. It includes a two-hour free training with Tony Robbins. Visit mastermindonfire.com. Check it out today, mastermindonfire.com. And I'll catch you there or I'll catch you on the flippity flip side. Looking for a business coach who has helped thousands of entrepreneurs just like you to increase their profitability by an average of 104% per year, all for less money than it would cost to hire a full-time minimum wage employee? Schedule your free consultation today with Clay Clark at thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Thrivetimeshow.com slash fire. Fire Nation, you can't make consistent revenue if you don't have a funnel that converts. Join the founder of ClickFunnels, Russell Brunson, for a free masterclass to learn the three secrets that will ignite your revenue in 2020. Register today at eofire.com slash secrets. That's eofire.com slash secrets.